Whether you're dead or alive, you're just a dollar sign to Jake Cahill on Party Law. Thursdays at 8.30. You're tearing me apart, Lisa! Oh, as Don't fuck with the babysitter! Sam, don't you play in the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creators! Notice anything unusual about Santa Carla yet? No. Pretty cool place. You're a Martian or a vampire. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to See You At a Pop Culture Podcast. I'm Cece. Uh, and yeah, this is a special episode for HHN at Home, everyone. Uh, we're back at that again, which is really exciting. And it's happening during Pride Month, which is great. So it's the whole month this time. And we are donating, the community is donating towards the Trevor Project throughout the whole month. Um, a lot of the HHN community is putting out special podcasts, videos, contests, all kinds of things. Um, so definitely keep your eye on that hashtag HHN at home. HN Nightmares are hosting this as they have before. So I just wanted to shout all that out first. And what a great way to celebrate Pride Month by talking about haunts and especially HHN, our our big favorite place to be uh <laughs> during the fall time um but yeah so i'm not alone today i did bring in two fellow members of the lgbtq plus community as well uh because it is like i've said pride month so i figured why not um so let's just go ahead and, and introduce them and, and get started um first we have wit hello wit this is a first you're both first timers on the show which is exciting Hello, Wit. How yes, are you? Hello. I'm I'm doing good. I'm excited. I love talking about HHN like always. Like that's my favorite thing to do aside from go to HHN. So like happy <laughs> exactly. to be here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. So not only did um I just pull you guys from nowhere, but you both love HHN as well. So it's like really exciting that we can all talk about it. Uh the next guest is also, like I said, a newcomer to the show. Uh Kelly from the Theme Park Workshop Podcast. Hey Kelly. Yes. Hello everyone on our podcast. Um, it is about all theme parks in the area, but we talk about HHN like all year round because it is our favorite thing. Um, and I have loved it ever since I first went. So I'm super excited to be talking about this. That's awesome. So uh both of you, what was your first year at the event? My first year was 2014. My okay. dad talked me into it, and I was a super scared little baby, and I only did two houses that night. But <laughs> then in the off-season between the years, I got hooked and started diving way into the lore, and then from 2015 on, I've done everything. Awesome. And Kelly? Oh, very similar, actually. I went in 2012. Um, and I did not go the subsequent years, so 13 or 14, but then from 2015 on, so HHN 25, I've gone every single year. Um, and when I went to college, um, it was in 2015, I think around 2016 or 17, I started going like multiple nights each year and, and also getting super into the lore. So yeah, very similar actually. That's awesome. Yeah. And Longtime listeners or people who have followed me since the Scream Queens, you'll know that I've been going since uh, 2007, but it's been a little bit on and off. Um, I missed a few years, I think 2012 and 20, I don't remember the other year, but I missed a couple years. And then there were some years that I didn't get to see everything because I would go one night a year. Um, so that was rough. But the last couple of years I've been going 
pretty much consistently because I've had uh, multi-night passes. So, so yeah, we've got a good mix of like years here between the three of us. Um, so I'm really interested to see how our lists are or if they even overlap at all. I feel like there's going to be at least one or two that overlap, but you never know. So, <laughs> um, what we'll do is, uh, we'll start with wit and we'll go in our circle. So we'll do wit, Kelly and me. We're going to basically do this as, uh, we have top five HHN houses is the topic. If you can see it, uh, when you clicked into the episode, uh, we're going to start our lists from the bottom. So number five and move on to one. So it'll be our little round tables, how we're going to do it. We'll start with Wit, Kelly, and me. And uh, if we overlap, we've decided to talk about the house as it's first mentioned by someone rather than kind of, we can mention where it is on our list, but we're just going to do it that way to kind of keep the conversation going when it comes to a particular house. So we'll start with Wit. What is your number five? All right. So before I say that, just shout out honorable mention to every other house that's not in my top five because there are no bad horror nights houses right but my number five is case files unearthed the legendary truth oh from 30 yeah 30 Mm -hmm. it's hard to remember years once covid set the gears off by one yeah i know so what do you and what do you love about this house it's not on mine actually surprisingly it's not, but it's absolutely in my top 10. Like, it just Same. barely didn't make it. I completely loved that house. Yeah, so, I think it'd be in my top yeah. 10 as well. Yeah. So the main thing I look for above anything else in houses is a focus on just storytelling and lore and, like, a cohesive plot line throughout the house. And I'm not sure that's ever been done better to me than in Case Files. A big part of that for me that I love so much was the consistent narration throughout the entire house. Mm-hmm. providing context and getting a better sense of what's happening instead of just here's a setting here's monsters it's more here's what these monsters are here's why they're attacking here's who they're attacking and all those details were super fun i loved going through that's got to be my favorite unmasking tour house of all time to just walk through and see every little post-it note that you can never catch during a normal run Mm-hmm. And just all the different creatures, and of course the detective noir vibe with you know hard boiled Boris Schuster, again, <laughs> uh, again all investigating, getting to the bottom of things. Yeah. So many quotable lines. Uh, so far, as far as I know, the only time there has been live singing in a horror night's house, which is just so cool to me. Yeah, yeah, Incredible. and deep cuts to old HHM lore, like going back to when I was not old enough to be going to the event so cool to see that brought back for me and just in general i really love it so many iconic little monsters and scenes oh yeah no i agree 100 percent. i think you i think you nailed literally everything like i would have said like i really enjoyed the narration as well um because a lot of times you are moving quickly through a house and and you know you're being pushed through the dan conga line and you're like what's going on oh you know and you're just scared like but like this this really did feel more like a story and i did get to do the unmasking as well which was incredible i got to take pictures with a lot of post-it notes so uh yeah one day i'll go through them all but yeah i love I it i have that same collection sitting somewhere in the depths of my phone 
I'm so jealous of that. Yeah, I actually, I wrote down a couple of notes because this was one that I thought for sure was going to be in my top five and just barely didn't make it. And you nailed everything um, that I was going to say, like, I loved the Kitty Cat Club so much. And I really loved, speaking of quotable lines, the, this city is lousy with temptation and you're the devil. (laughs) Yes. Just so good. Oh, and one more thing to add on. That's just another part of why I love this house. The integration with the real world daytime of Universal in the two big yes. facades that are, you know, the window that's still there in the Kitty Cat Club whole half of the street that is still there to this day. You can go in a random June weekday and see basically remnants of this Halloween Horror Nights house. And that's just so cool to me. It's the one house that will never truly die. Yes, I love it. I think everyone's taking pictures out there like during the day now and like even beforehand. Um, but like, I think it's gotten a lot more popularity of the photo spots. Now the people have seen the house. Yeah, for sure. Any other words on case files? Last ever Shrek house. <laughs> yeah, true. That's like, true. <laughs> a lot of weird, mostly good. Sometimes funky houses in that location. <laughs> Sad to see. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> even think about that. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Now, well, I guess we have. I don't know what we're dealing with any this year. To be honest, we got the beloved Fast and Furious queue. You don't <laughs> yeah. Wanna, you don't want to enter haunted houses next to uh, Han's uh, car from Tokyo Drift. Oh, I mean, yes, that's about the only one I care about. But, <laughs> um. Uh, well, yes, Case Files is wonderful. That's actually my partner's favorite house ever. I think Aww. Teddy would be so happy if, like, anything to do with um, Legendary Truth came back in that way. So I'm kind of hoping it does. Um, all right. So number five for Kelly. Yeah. Oh, and I guess really quick, my my partner, that was their first ever um, Horror Nights house. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, well, he didn't good. love it because oh. he was scared. <laughs> But he said it was really cool and interesting. He just was too scared to like really take it all in. Um, (laughs) But my number five is a house that I didn't think was going to be on my list because it inspired so many other incredible houses. But just this one just feels so, I don't know. I couldn't, I couldn't keep it out of the top five. And it's the Universal Monsters house from HHN 29 and 2019. Ah, this almost went on my list. Yeah, that's definitely a big good one. It's oh, also probably so in my top 10 if I were to do 10, for sure. Yeah. It it's... is my... Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> it is my 35, but I've done almost 70 houses, so like that's still very good. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I absolutely loved this house. Um, it was one of the houses, I feel like 28 and 29 were really strong for me. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of the ones I kept wanting to do over and over and over again that year. Um, first of all, the interior facade was absolutely gorgeous. I loved all the statues of the monsters. And then like, I thought it was so genius that they're missing a Wolfman statue. And then when you go in, you get like attacked by that Wolfman statue. <laughs> I just thought that was a fun like opening. So I was already hooked. Um, and then there were just like some really cool scenes in here. Um, it obviously it's very, um, disjointed because it's like, you're walking into like a scene and then it's completely different in the next one. But 
I didn't really mind that at all because I just thought it was so much fun in each room. I was like, oh, which monster's next? Like, you know, these are classic monsters that we've grown up with and that have inspired so many different um, horror movies and novels. And obviously some of them are based on novels. It's just, I just think it's cool anytime we get Universal Monsters anything. And I love so many of the houses that came after that, like Legends Collide and and Bride of Frankenstein. And I'm sure we're getting another one this year, or at least I hope. Um, but there were like cool bungee scares and there was stuff with ropes in the hunchback room. Obviously, the creature scene was fun and stunning with all this stuff in your face. Phantom Room was a vibe, 10 out of 10. <laughs> um, like There was like a disappearing wall reveal in that room that was really neat. Um, just I just loved everything about that house. <laughs> yeah. It it really was so strong and like that year at first like I was like, "Oh yeah, graveyard games." But then I'm like, "You know what? Man, like Universal Monsters was so good." And it just I, I feel like I wish I could go back cuz I feel like I didn't do it enough because it was just so beautiful and like I like how cool it was in the in the beginning and the facade where it was like snowing. It was really oh, cool. Or rain raining. Raining, that's what it was. such a good instant yeah. way to my heart for a house to have yes, weather same. effects. <laughs> same. Same. Stunts, which, you know, <laughs> Monsters 2019 had a ton of cool ones. Yes. Like, I mean, Kelly, you pretty much, again, like, nailed it on this one. Like, everything was just, it was just, I don't know. It's like lightning a bottle for that house, for sure. Also, kind of a fun fact about this house that I found when I was looking at HHN Wiki is, um, as most of you probably know that are listening there or maybe you don't there's a lot of code names that are used for houses to kind of keep it more secret and you know mm-hmm. before the the names of the houses are out there and the code name for this one was onyx and the reason was because the stone become comes in both black and white colors and they were originally black and white films oh that's cool that's a cute one yeah, yeah. i just thought that was cute but yeah i I also loved the ending of this where it had like the big we belong dead Frankenstein scene and then like there's like a double scare with like Frankenstein's monster and the bride and it's just it was just so good. It ended on a great note and started on a great note. Ooh. Yeah. And that's I agree. so that's such a good scene and especially cuz it kind of like like it tied in well if not the next year thanks covid but what should have been <laughs> the next year you had bride ending with the inverse of the exact same scene. Yep, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Very cool. Yeah, this is definitely on my top ten. It was just very hard to like <laughs> put everything into five. It's so hard. <laughs> but yeah. Any other thoughts on Universal Monsters twenty nine? Twenty nine, yeah. I like that used so many <laughs> not super popular monsters. Like yes, like I don't know that will that like hunchback or creature or phantom will have a chance to have their own full house yeah so it's cool to see those guys oh they should but (laughs) i but yeah i agree it's really cool to see those ones that are not as you know likely to get a big house on their own it was it was awesome i loved it Mm -hmm. all right well i will say my number five. five all right this one, you're probably going to be surprised it's not higher because this is the most beautiful house I've ever been inside. 
Um, and that's why it's on my top five. It was really difficult to pick a final one on my list because my top four are pretty solid and, and set in stone. But this one, this one's special. And this is coming hot off the press from last year. Uh, Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. Yes, I'm so glad I get a <laughs> chance to talk about this. <laughs> oh, yes. this is on mine. Oh, this is, where is it? And I knew it would be this one because you said it was the most beautiful house you've ever yeah. done. And I was like, it's got to be Dead Man's Pier. I have only it one at- house. That's <laughs> that. Yes. I have it at number three. And it was my top house last year. And I talked about it so much on our ranking episode on the podcast that That's I have. Awesome. Spoiler alert if you listen to it. Um, <laughs> but Dead Man's Pier is my number three. And it is literally the most stunning house I've ever been in. That's actually one of my notes. Yes, it we is. We're probably um, going to talk about it either way because it's my six. It was just oh. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I was like, oh, I got to think of like a last one. I'm like, wait, why didn't I think of this? This house was absolutely gorgeous from the minute you step in. Uh, and I love any environment that's going to cool me do- cool me off. Regardless, that's just <laughs> any cold house gets my. Uh, my love um but yeah just the facade absolutely gorgeous the little um village the statues that you see around you a lot of space in that facade area too but of course you're just staying with the line and going through but i didn't get to do the unmasking this year this past year which a lot of people did and it looked like they had a lot of like really fun photo spots with it but but yeah and then going into the bar one fun fact and this is really niche, but I used to work for ABC Fine Wine and Spirits for many years. Um, and it's funny, the little buoy or like the little lifesaver thing in the bar was one from there. Like I noticed it as I was walking through and I was laughing every time. That's, That's so funny. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> so they must have like had random props from places. Um, but yeah, just I don't know. It's there's so much to say. Um I can't even if y'all want to take over because I'm <laughs> sometimes it's hard for me to express like myself when it's things I just, do like. So absolutely the, take over. The absolute scale of both the first scene and that like two thirds point where you see the whole ship. Ugh. Yes. Oh, it's man. so pretty. Well, and like how you can hear the violin in the opening scene and then you see the siren playing the violin and like randomly screaming on top of the ship in that scene that you were just talking about with. Oh, well, my that's gosh. like a, well, it's like so a teaser, cool. too, because it does that yeah. before you actually see the whole reveal. Yeah, oh, I love it. So cool. And again, rain, storm effects, my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely love the house and the the bar scene that you were talking about with like the ghostly sea captain i'm like a total theater kid at heart um and i loved that like the sea captain is not just like jumping out with a trigger he's like talking to people and Mm -hmm. actually the name of the bar also from hhn wiki any fun facts i have that's where i'm getting them from (laughs) but it was called the widow bar which i thought was just kind of like a fun name for the bar um especially because it's like I don't know, murdery vibes going on there and death. But <laughs> I loved the Dead Man's Wharf scare zone actually from 26, yes. which this mm-hmm. is like an unofficial sequel of. So I was excited to have this. Um, and then I just 
like really liked a lot of the effects. Like my favorite was the first time I saw one of those deep sea divers with the mask that like yes. lights up. Uh. I literally was like, I couldn't <laughs> even be scared by him because I was just staring like in awe. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, yes. if anything, that's like the only complaint I have about this house is just, it, it's too pretty for its own good. I almost never get scared because I'm just like, wow. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, oh, and, the, and the flying swimming corpse at the end yes that i was about to say oh that gosh. that was so cool <laughs> very cool yeah very dark but like like morose but beautiful at the same time mm-hmm. and then like the sea salt air smell oh yes love That's that an, it also benefited from something like i really hope universal brings back for future years and that's the dramatic like almost audiobook storytelling that they gave some of the original concepts on that podcast that they officially put out mm-hmm. that yes. added so much backstory and was so intense like that got me hyped more than any press release or trailer can yeah no i loved those episodes as well especially like el chupacabra because i feel like that one helped me so much more after i listened and went back through the house definitely yes. Yeah. yeah, and I really hope that they continue doing that because I just thought that was so neat. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, absolutely stunning. I think almost everyone thinks that this house is just like gorgeous. <laughs> so like everyone would go through it multiple times. I mean, I think I pro- probably went through this one most this past year, I think. It was up there for me. I think it was my most. Yeah, I didn't actually count. Unfortunately, I only got to go once last year. I am planning to rectify that this year. I was supposed to do Unmasking the Horror, and I wasn't able to because of something personal that happened, but I will regret that forever, and I am hoping that I can do Unmasking the Horror this year and that there's some kind of gorgeous, amazing house that I can do because I'm so jealous of the case files unmasking as well. Yeah, that's one that I do, that I am very happy I got to do. But yeah, I mean, just like the blue hue everywhere too. Like just oh, beautiful. Any other thoughts on this one? I know there's a lot to say, but nope. <laughs> all right. Well, then we'll move on to number four. Uh, Wit, what is your number four? From one really beautiful house with big wide sets and a thunderstorm to another really beautiful house with big wide sets and a thunderstorm kind of like its predecessor ghost town the curse of lightning gulch oh wow this was also in my top 10 and almost made it i loved that house i love ghost town so much it was that because that was early on when i was going and i thought it would never be topped in terms of just sheer scale and we've gotten close again but still it just had the right mix of scares and scale. It had the most intense rain effects I've ever seen in a house. Like, they had to turn it down after opening weekend because people were getting soaked. It was it was also violent, though, because a lot of times the pretty houses get too pretty and they kind of forget to be scary. But Ghost Town, it was still aggressive and went after you with those classic ghosts. It had so many good scares as well. It had a Pepper's Ghost effect. It had the... Uh, so many quotable lines had the I said back off. It had at the beginning, it had towards the end the whole uh that's my gold. <laughs> it had it in the bar or the saloon scene. 
There was a scare above you at one point, and a scare where a hand reaches out from inside a piano. Like, they were all over the place in that house. And of course, the centerpiece is towards the end, that massive open square scene where I had never seen anything like that in a house, where I'm just like, it's rooms, it's rooms. And then you're just into a full-size, like, courtyard with, like, buildings all around you and, like, gunfire going back and forth like a shootout at the same time. It was chaos in the best way. That's awesome. I actually did not do this house. I don't remember what year. What year was it? 26. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one of the years I only got to go, like, one night, and I think it might have been, like, super cold that night. I think we only saw so much, but I've heard wonderful things about it so it was it was cool i loved it it was so much fun and this was one of the first ones that i did well kind of it was within the first three years um so it was one of the first ones that i fell in love with i think it's fair to say and i just thought it was so much fun i loved the theming i loved i I love any the i still say by the way that that's my gold and just (laughs) it's just yeah (laughs) uh like you said the storm effects are really cool i don't know just something about like the cowboy theme and the lightning and i don't know i i just have too many things to say about this one and it's all getting stuck but you have nailed it it was so much i I love things that aren't normally scary being scary yes exactly Like, like zombies and ghosts and serial killers those are always scary. Cowboys aren't right. supposed to be scary. I completely agree. And there are so many houses that I have loved that have had just like unconventionally scary things. Some of them might be on this list. Ooh. And this one, spoilers, uh, kind of. There's so many houses that fit that narrative. <laughs> but yeah, this one was just just such a fun time. And I always enjoyed it every time I did it. That's great. No, I I wonder is there any footage of it anywhere? Yeah, that's in that's like the beginning of when there's good footage popping up online. Yeah. Like yes. Like pre like 2012, 2013 things get iffy, but around like 16 you can find stuff. Yeah, I'll have to look. I I'm sure I've probably put it on before, but I have to look again. But yeah, I'm sad I missed it because I know a lot of people really enjoyed <laughs> it. Um Okay, so number we're still on number four. Kelly, it's your turn. Yeah, so speaking of weather effects and rain and all that, <laughs> um, another one makes my list. This house was not one that I would have thought I would have liked before I did it, but it doesn't really surprise me that it's in the top five. Maybe a little bit, just because it's. Uh, I love so many of the originals, and this is yeah the only i mean unless we count universal monsters as ip that one's kind of iffy but technically i think this is the only ip um that i have on my list sorry for the spoilers i guess um and (laughs) it is poltergeist did anyone else have that not up that high but i i respect it (laughs) i love it another one i did not get to see (laughs) oh i loved it yeah it was a really good one i know that you've probably heard a lot about it because i know it was very well received and interestingly enough poltergeist is not one of my favorite horror movies like i didn't love it when i watched it specifically for hhn actually um so i was like oh i'm not gonna like this house very much and then i did the house and i was like oh wow okay this is amazing so i loved the facade 
because you're walking up and you're you see the house and you're entering the house like from underground which is a part that's later on in the movie so i don't think people expected it to be like i think i think people expected like oh of course you walk in the house there's the tv and that does not even happen until way after you know the first scene in the house um you walk a lot through underground where these these like corpses and you hear him speaking ah. and he's like you didn't move the headstones ah, yeah. ah. <laughs> and there's like rain coming down on you and it was really really cool so i was just blown away by the beginning because it just you know it was not what i expected at all um and then it was also terrifying because you're like underground and there's these creepy like corpse figures like jumping out at you from everywhere and in holes and everything and um then there was the loudest that I've ever screamed in a Halloween Horror Nights house was in this house because there's a scene where it's a mirror scene where Marty is looking in a mirror. Oh, and, that one. Yes. And <laughs> I did not know because you look in the mirror and it looks like a like a dummy. And so and I think it is. Um, but I did not realize that it wasn't an actual mirror. I should have, um, <laughs> you know, wasn't wasn't aware. And I was staring right at the actor. And then their trigger goes off. And I screamed so loud. And after the house, they were like, you know that crazy scream effect that was in the kitchen? Was that one of you guys? And I was like, yeah, that wasn't an effect. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> but for as much as I didn't totally love the movie when I watched it, there were a lot of really cool iconic scenes. Like, obviously, the steak moving across the counter in the kitchen scene, which was like a misdirection for some ghouls popping out at you from the left and then the right um, so there were like three terrifying scares in a row for me because that was right after the bathroom scene. <laughs> but, um, I loved how many puppets there were in this house. Like yes. there is a really cool clown puppet in the bedroom where Robbie's being like strangled by this puppet and like there's like a tree through the window and that was cool. Um, and then there's like like a bunch of like big puppets too that are skeletons and clowns and so that was fun. Um, I know a lot of people hate on there's like a scene that's like the bed sheets scene where there's like a bunch of like bed sheets and there's like orange lights behind it and then things pop out at you. I think there's two or three of them in there, but I thought it was very scary and effective. So it was kind of like a quote unquote low budget, but I, I think it worked and people thought it was kind of weird where it was at there, but I, I thought well, it was I, fun. I thought that was a great representation of one of the key points that makes that film stand out to me. That's Spielberg did not direct it, but Spielberg was definitely involved because Spielberg's hallmark is like making light terrifying instead of darkness. Yes. So that room being full of terrifying scares, but being really brightly lit, like there was no darkness there to hide in. That was a really cool representation of the movie to me. That's so true. See, I love that scene even more now that you pointed that out. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the only reason this isn't higher, although I honestly can't imagine um, it going higher than my other ones on my list, including Dead Man's Pier, which we talked about. So, I mean, I, maybe if I like really, really loved the movie, but it, but I, I think it's pretty solid at four. It was just, I feel like it was a solid house regardless of liking the movie or not. And I think to me that stands like whether an IP is truly like a really solid house or not. Yeah, yeah for sure. Like there's been, I'm trying to remember if there was anything that I've like went through that I've never seen before. I can't think off the top of my head, but you know, a lot of times people do it. They, they'll just go into it and it'll actually... A house will sometimes make people enjoy 
the film or whatever it's based off a lot more after they see the house which is really cool because i know that was like one example for a lot of people with house of a thousand corpses like a lot of people hated the movie or had never seen it then they went through the house and it just gave them this whole new love for it so i think that's really cool when that happens i i wasn't a weekend fan until the house and now i'm tracking his stuff obsessively and listening even though the house has been dead for months (laughs) hey that's fair (laughs) That's another great example. Uh, a lot of people were like, eh. not you, but like some people were really like yeah. rude about it at first. And then they're like, oh, yeah. it was actually really good. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, I don't have any thoughts because I haven't got to experience that one. But I it's another one that a lot of people talk about. Um, and I'm definitely sure I've watched it on YouTube. I'll probably have to tr- watch it again, though, sometime soon. You would have loved it. It was super cold. <laughs> That's yeah, true. I would have loved it then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was great, and there are some good walkthroughs. But what was your number four? Yes, so mine is another spoiler. Only my, the only IP on my list as well, Ooh. because the originals you can't beat the originals. But that's so a true. whole other tangent for another I day. I like how we all have like one IP that gets to sit there among that's the cool. Yes. That's originals. cool. That is really funny. <laughs> Um, so I'll give you a hint before I get into it. This is the only house that has been done twice. Oh, okay. so you should know what I mean. Probably. I do know. Okay. And you're so right. <laughs> it's yes. great. It's good. An American Werewolf in London. We had this in 23 and in 25. Um, I love this movie. So that's where it starts for me. Uh, it's probably honestly the best horror comedy like that you can just watch a lot i don't want to say the best ever because there's a lot of like recent stuff that's really good for horror comedy but people don't realize that this is a horror comedy and it's also a love story it's really it has a lot to it really (laughs) it's um it is it's very sad and i like i said loving the movie really helps you a lot too when you go through these things because just seeing a movie that you love so much being like put to life is really cool um we have the infamous um wolf puppets that have been used for many other houses as well for different things <laughs> um they upgraded them i believe in 25 because i think that was one of the biggest concerns that um oh my god why is his name escaping me right now john landis john landis thank you that was one of his only like like things i think he was like a little meh about and uh so they upgraded them in 25 but both years kicked it out of the park um they really didn't have to change much for it to just be a good house the subway scene is one of my favorites and also the movie theater scene um i just i don't know there's just something special about it and i just really think there it it goes to show you that there is because they did it twice and uh yeah it's just you know Puppets are freaking cool. So anytime there's puppet in the house, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> also, but, British people are cool. They have fun sometimes food and they no, have I'm fun kidding. accents. Do so, they have fun food? It seems bland. Well, they have fun food environments. They have like like the pub. I was just trying to segue into okay. talking about the pub. That's fair. I- iconic scene. It, yes. It's like such a sense of foreboding without actually having anything scary in there. You just get the feeling like, oh, oh I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> the slaughtered lamb yeah i actually 
I loved it because you got to even see the sign for for it and everything in the house. It's just really cool. I I, don't know. I wish that house was in the more modern era of tying in food carts to HHN because <laughs> you know we would have gone like a slaughtered lamb pop up bar. <laughs> oh, that would have been so cool. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I actually have never seen this movie, and now I feel like I need to watch it. But I did get to do the house in 25, so I've only gone to the second version. Um, but I loved it. I was horrified. Like, I got very scared because it was still one of the first Horror Nights houses I ever did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very glad I got to do it because it is so famous for being incredible. Uh, but I also love puppets. So the wolf, the werewolf puppets were just like, amazing i also loved the movie theater scene that is one that like really <laughs> stuck with me um and then just like i loved the transformation scene like projected oh, yeah. on the walls i just anything with puppets i'm in for but i found this one to be scary and fun and awesome and i really need to watch the movie because i probably would have loved it even more but i thought this house was great you should definitely watch it when you get a chance it's 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 good it some people think it's slow, but I I don't think so. I think it's, it's just enough. It's fun, and also there's a reason that it's still, like, one-fifth of the horror makeup show script, because yeah. that transformation is as good as they say. Oh, it's still my favorite werewolf transformation scene ever, personally. It's my favorite one that's not, like, a sexy metaphor for sex. Oh, like tr- trick-or-treat. <laughs> exactly. Those are, like, two of the best ones. Yeah. I love trick or treat. It's not on my list, but I love trick or treat. Same, same. (laughs) But yeah, do do y'all have any other thoughts on wit? Any more thoughts on American Werewolf? I don't think so. But I, you keep setting me up with these great thematic transitions. Because (laughs) speaking of the only IP on my list, and speaking of puppets, (gasps) Alien versus Predator. Oh my goodness. Another one I did not see. That but... is my number three. I wow. am not either, so you'll have to lead the conversation, but I'm familiar with it, and I am I extremely can... sad that I didn't get to do it. <laughs> I, I can more than lead a conversation about this house. So this house is my first ever Horror Nights house, and it's the reason I became a Horror Nights fan, and arguably the reason I moved to Florida, <laughs> because <laughs> if I didn't go the first time, I never would have fallen in love with Horror Nights, and I wouldn't have felt comfortable enough to move here and change my life and all of that. So I wasn't a horror fan before I went to Horror Nights, but I was a sci-fi fan. I love science fiction, and I love Alien, and I love Predator. So when I saw at dinner at the Lowe's Royal Pacific Hotel, there was a cardboard cutout of an alien fighting a Predator, and that just caught my eye. (laughs) So eventually, between that and my dad, they talked me into going. And that was the first house I ever did, and I've instantly been hooked and looking to recapture that sci-fi goodness ever since. It because ours so there are significant differences. I don't know if you know between our AVP and Hollywood's AVP. Hmm. Hollywood's was based more on the movie with like them crash landing in the Midwest, whereas ours was much more original and based entirely in space. Oh wow! Well, on like a colony, like deep aliens lore stuff. So that one, it, it was giving classic aliens goodness. As soon as you walk in, the first room has just like flashing lights and the stromo al- alarms. Honestly, a lot like the great movie, right? Yeah. And you have the puppet, the xenomorph puppets, terrifying. Still my favorite puppets they've done. 
coming at you from the left, from the right, all over, and then you see a predator, and I get like, I get like shy and nervous, like I'm me and a celebrity, because oh my god, it's a predator, he's real, like, <laughs> like that's how the that's how the Disney fans feel, me and their princesses. That's how I felt. That's awesome. And there were so many like cool little things, like everything you would want from an alien and predator house was in there. There was a scene where they had a screen to mimic his invisibility. There was a there was a scene with a bunch of eggs and some of them had little puppets that shot out facehuggers towards you. There was a corpse of a predator where an alien predator popped out. There was a there was a decapitated like android head leaking all the white gross milk blood. And it just kept getting more intense and building to a more violent and scary confrontation over and over obviously fighting each other but there were also the colonial marines in there too trying to be good guys which i think is a underappreciated and something we need more in horror nights is seeing good guys fight back to protect you to add to the sense of urgency and fear that oh no even these guys are scared because mm-hmm. like there was one scene where alien arms come out from under the floor and grab an actor and drag him down kind of similar to that uh famous um nightingale scare oh and yeah then, a picture of this right now that is so yes, cool it's so cool and <laughs> then and then the ending is something that they have not done since and would definitely never do today is they had a marine at the end of a hallway telling you go 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 move 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 and directing you towards a tunnel Oh and my that was gosh. the last time Horror Nights has used like any sort of like crouching tunnel. It was like maybe like four four feet tall or so, and you had to like <gasps> crouch and kind of crawl through that tunnel at the end. And then, of course, while you were in the tunnel, there was one more xenomorph puppet in the tunnel with you. Oh my god! So just, what? It was pure terror. I love that house, and like I miss the puppets. I miss the, those franchises. I want a normal alien house. I want Predator Scare Zone in the jungle of Isla Nublar. Oh, <laughs> I want yes. I want more sci-fi. That's the sole reason I love Stranger Things 1 so much is because mm-hmm. it filled my need for a, a mad science hallway with blaring alarms and flashing lights. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I need more sci-fi at Horror Nights. I need more space at Horror Nights. I need Disney to unbuy Fox so we can have a hope of getting these properties back. I, I love it so much. That oh, sounds wait. incredible. You and I are like some hot to go because like I love sci-fi and I would do many things for an alien house. That you would probably be my number one favorite house if we got to do one. And this probably would have been in my top five. I mean, there's no way it wouldn't be because I'm looking at these pictures. I need to see if there's any decent videos of this house because it. I just, found some of both it, versions. It's good. It, looks like everything from my dreams like <laughs> i still rewatch videos like once a like at least every so often just to make sure that i actually do love it and it's not just the nostalgia goggles of it being my first but no it really is that good oh i do that with the first one on my list all the time <laughs> but yeah um no i i just love well the first one wasn't my first house but whatever anyway um i'm always like oh was this really that good and then you watch a video and you're like yeah it actually was that good and i love the crouching part which again would not happen today and i know that like there's reasons for it and everything that are valid but they've done that previously like years ago at um hallow scream in tampa as well and like it's just such a fun effect and it sticks with you 
yeah, yeah. that and it's like sibling which has been used more recently the, the like crooked hallway Mm. Yes. which honestly that that would probably injure me way more frequently than the crouching one but <laughs> they um they handled that really well at a house that i actually loved so much um which was uh uh oh geez but i can't remember the name of it what I think year it was from 28 the the one with the seeds plant of extinction thank you <laughs> see you're a pro um seeds of extinction no, i just looked at all of these the other day to make a power <laughs> or make an excel sheet <laughs> I loved that house so much, but I thought it was cool that they had the option to go straight or to go on that path, um, which mm-hmm. I feel like is oh, the best yeah. way to do that. So that you're not missing out if you want to do it, um, but that it's safe for everybody, too. Oh, of course. And I'm sure that there was probably an equivalent in AVP. Probably, but you know. Because it. <laughs> it was my first house and I was overwhelmed and terrified. It's probably a good thing you didn't because what an experience. <laughs> You're just like, go, go, go. And you're like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Oh, wow. Okay. Ellie, you're on your number three now, right? Oh, we already talked about your number three, which was Dead Man's, correct? A tragedy. Yes. So we talked about Dead Man's, which was amazing, but I got out everything I wanted to say about that and it was incredible. So what is your number three? <laughs> so my number three, spoiler alert, before I think we started recording, I think I gave this away, but, uh, my number three is HHN Icons Captured. Um, I know so that good. both of you said it was not on your list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It I'm is sorry, okay. Icon stands. It is not on my list, but is absolutely iconic, and it is <sighs> a fantastic house. It is the house that I did the most that year, and I completely understand you putting it on your list because it's wonderful. It really is. It's It hit so good at that time, too, because, like, um, back when I, uh, Jess and I did the Scream Queens, we were doing a lot of like deep diving into the icons, and like so it just really hit like differently because like I was super into that at the moment. So like because this house came out, like because I didn't get to do a lot, like I said in the past when they did a lot more, um, when the icons were running the parks more. I didn't get to see a lot of that, and I know you guys didn't really either. So it was really cool to have that come back and. The fact that they were in this lantern doing their little things and we had a different person on the throne every time was probably the coolest thing that yes. they've done in a house in a while. I, love I just that love so how much. it's just different every time you go through pretty much. Um, and I think they need to bring something like that back. We did have that in the past with Freddy versus Jason. There was a different winner every time and stuff like that. So Would you not it, consider Legends Collide like that? Yes. That as well. Thank you. <laughs> was Legends Collide, was it every time or was it like different every day? That I one changed remember. daily, I think. Daily, okay. Oh, and I remember good. because I was super mad because I went on the full moon and Wolfman did not win on the full moon. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh like, gosh. how did you do this? <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> yeah. You had one chance. Did my right? dirty Baby. on his day. Dang. <laughs> But yeah, Icons was cool. We got to see everybody's different looks, too, throughout the years. Um, Yes, all my chance outfits represent. Yes, and we finally got to see Elsa in her, like, demon state, which was really cool. That was was so fun. I knew that was coming. (laughs) No. Very scary. (laughs) Because I'm like, every time I'm like, I'm ducking because she's going to pop out. (laughs) We even had a little door for Eddie. 
Yes. <laughs> <He had indoors. laughs> Look, he was out filming. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, just I don't know. It was just something special about that house. I think it was the one everyone went to probably the most that year. I just it was just definitely. Yeah, it and it so was fun. just it was so fun to go in multiple times. Obviously, I just loved like getting so hyped for the scare actors and and uh, it was really cool because uh, my partner Kevin, I took him for the first time. Uh, to Halloween Horror Nights that year and I got to just like geek out about all of my like lore that I know I've only <laughs> done a Jack year and a Chance year since I've been going so what I didn't get to see oh yeah so I haven't gotten <laughs> to see like some of the like more deeper cuts but I did a lot of research <laughs> which I'm sure both of you can relate to it, it made yes. me feel vindicated for all my hours on like exactly wiki- wikis and like <laughs> old unlisted videos and <laughs> uh, i wonder how that played to the people that aren't like massive nerds like us like <laughs> yeah i wonder i do need to like ask her well i don't even know who to ask we don't know any <laughs> <laughs> exactly but... yeah i well uh i mean my husband was like he thought it was he he still thought it was cool but i think he was mostly excited because he was watching me like <laughs> go through and like geek out and like i was just like so happy and excited but yeah i remember him being like yeah i don't know what was going on but it was pretty neat um, <laughs> but like i it, what is everyone's favorite icon by the way because mine is chance. the usher oh, Ooh, chance. Great choice. okay so this is hard because for many years it was chance <laughs> just because i love chance but also like jack was my first icon so he has a special place in my heart plus True. i love james Same. james mm-hmm. is great yes um but my new favorite, and I'm not saying it's like this person necessarily over chance, but like I have a newfound love for the Usher as well because I'm a movie person and Usher's like cool. his backstory is so tragic. Oh yeah. And just like people are annoying in the movie theater. So like <laughs> I totally feel his pain. <laughs> he, he's he's the most relatable icon. Exactly. For sure. Yeah, and his scenes were my favorite because I just I love him so much, and I loved the hand coming out of the like poster and the shushing yes, you and everything. Yes. He's yes, just the very popcorn fun. smell too. Oh, oh. the popcorn! Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> all of that house was was just so good. I especially like getting to see a little taste of what a house for usher and director could be like. Yes, because they, I mean, really, they never got their houses because their houses were excuses to have more movies mm-hmm. so true. it's unfair to those two those those are two dream houses for me in the future sometime or just can, can we get their own houses please can we actually tour the palace theater can please? we go to paulo's stinky snuff dungeon yeah <laughs> honestly <laughs> like, i'm in but like and, and icons gave us a taste of that which was so cool yes. also fear was on stilts and he was tall and it Dude. Yeah, he was so cool. Yes. Oh, I he always him. got in my face. It was great. <laughs> Such a fun one. Oh, and the bathroom scene with where like the <laughs> electricity. Oh, that was cool. With it like rumbling <laughs> on your feet. Yes. Yes. It's always, also, like, so the fact loud. that a bunch of the uh, the victims had on the shirts from previous years, I thought was a really fun yes. like, tieback. Well, I isn't the lore behind that. that that like they're super fans like that's who was in the icon yes yeah. super oh. fans and like we we went too close to the sun and we're paying for it <laughs> no literally <laughs> literally yes you're right 
because I remember seeing them up close too because that was one of the houses I got to I think I got to do every house that year it was the first year I actually got to do two unmaskings and that one was really cool to see as well during the day for sure yeah like as I'm sorry I totally just lost it (laughs) I was like wait what (laughs) but yeah they did all have different shirts like they had Lux shirt and like director yeah it was cool Oh, I remember. It's like, oh, you want to simp for the director? See what he would do to you. (laughs) No, really. Put you in the bathtub. (laughs) Don't encourage anyone. (laughs) Oh, God. Don't do it. As long as we can agree that that one sign was wrong, the icons are friends. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it. (laughs) Most of them. Yeah. Caretaker is definitely a friend. (laughs) Yes. Friend-shaped. I... I, I... (laughs) He was my favorite uh, quote. What did Me he too. I used to say it all the time. Oh my god, what did he say? This heart. Wait, what was it? Oh my gosh, do you remember? He's like, this heart. Or this person this has, has no, no heart. heart. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. I was like, I was like, person, heart. I knew we get it. Well, now you just sound like a Kingdom Hearts script. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Literally. And I love Kingdom Hearts, but Me man. Too. Oh my gosh. Person, oh, heart darkness yeah exactly (laughs) Um, oh yeah i actually found a newfound love for the caretaker in this not that i didn't love him before but i just didn't know like a lot about him and i really fell in love with his lore and everything during that house so oh yeah i was always excited to see him (laughs) yeah very fun very cool i think a lot of people could relate um to that one like loving that one as well definitely yeah, we're getting up there now then, because we're back yeah. to Wit with her number two. Top yes. Two. So, so the first word of Halloween Horror Nights is Halloween. Oh. And there has never been a house that better encompasses <gasps> that to me than Wicked Growth Run oh, the Pumpkin. Yeah! <laughs> yes, that's my that number it? one! <laughs> that's your one, sorry I spoiled it. <laughs> that's okay. We can that both is... talk about, we can both gush about Wicked Growth. I love it so that is much. my number six, but okay. I absolutely loved that house and I'm so excited to talk about it because I have things to say. <laughs> yes, it redefined what a tent house can be with the, with the mm-hmm. scale and some of those sets in there. The bridge at the water, the, the reference to Nathaniel Crow, the creation of a new icon, original icon, mm-hmm. the witches, the skeletons. The, the the big grave or grim reaper skeletons the corn the scarecrows it had everything halloweeny it had goblins it, it had goblins and ghoulies from last halloween oh <laughs> just, it had a like, stunning facade outside a stunning facade pumpkins everywhere if there is something halloweeny that you would find in the film's Trick or Treat or Nightmare Before Christmas or A Spirit Halloween. It's in that house. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And don't forget the smell of the soil. Oh, (sighs) yes. I'm weird about smells, I guess. But, (laughs) like, I loved the smell of the soil throughout the house. That was, like, one of my favorite things. The Headless Horseman, though. So free and cool. I loved when that big puppet at the end of it would work. 
Sometimes it didn't. (laughs) But that thing was scary when it would work. (laughs) It was so scary. (laughs) Hey, we love puppet houses. We have no room to judge when effects don't work. Exactly. It was like huge. And I was like, I love that big pumpkin. Come at me, dude. (laughs) I am fully with you with that any any house, any anything that just screams Halloween. This is why when I knew it was going to be 31, I was like, I really want them. Yes. I was like, I want them to lean into the Halloween theme. And they delivered with that house. It deserved Mm -hmm. House of the Year, like, fully, completely that year. It was, I guess that, oh, that was actually 29. Was it 29 or 30? It was 30. You're right, 30, well, It sorry. led us right into this year. It, well, yes. That's right. Thank you. Yes, we had a pumpkin, the pumpkin Lord made a, Yes, yeah. exactly. Made an appearance. But man, anything classic Halloween is just, it just gets me going. I love it. It's so yeah. fun. Also, it, Pride Month, so shout out to not his first appearance, but the first time he became an icon and a sensation, <gasps> Lil Boo. I love Lil yes. Boo. Up in that facade. <laughs> I love in the great pumpkin hallway of goodness yes that, i love like, it he appeared before but that's where he became the, like who he is today <laughs> oh that's yeah true. and i loved him before that too because that i mean i didn't know him specifically but like that yeah. <laughs> anytime there's a bunch of pumpkins it's just yes. pretty it's i i i miss that effect i mean well i'm i say i miss it we've had it for the past two years but like <laughs> No, no, I miss it. It's been a long time since October. I miss it. That's true. <laughs> Why can't I walk through like just a canopy of pumpkins right now in June? <laughs> I, I need it. Did any also, of you ever get burped on or whatever? Of yes. course. Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, baptized in our glorious pumpkin lord's uh, guts. <laughs> yes. Literally. Ugh. I was like, ew. <laughs> the one time right. I got like a bunch of water on me, I was like, really? No. <laughs> The but first time I was like, what is going on? Worth it. And I love the pumpkin guts all through the last scene. Like, the little oh, walls. The, like, yeah. kind of, like, spread. Oh, yes. So good. scary. So cool. Oh, yeah. We're, we're just gushing about it for prettiness and themes, but that was a really scary house, too. It was. Oh, 100%. Yes. And I got scared a lot in that house. Especially the scenes with, like, the skeleton dudes, like, in the yes. hallway. Popping out with the, the fence and... Oh, yes! The, the fucking fence scare. Jesus yes. Christ. Yes! Horrifying. <laughs> he opens the fence. Oh, every time. Every time. Yep. And the and witches then, get back yes. in their ingredient. Oh, and the whole, the whole script that we can, like, like that's iconic now. Just the entire summoning. <laughs> For sure. Yes. Screams carry on the night wind. Not to mention, like, speaking of detail, there were so many references to previous iconic houses. The Cane Cemetery, the Uh Beast Baby, I think, was one of the ingredients, and Eating Meats references, and it was just, like, it was so fun. I loved that. As close as we've gone so far to that Nathaniel Crow idea. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. Yep. And and also, like, like, kind of, maybe, maybe conspiracy theory here, but, like, they kind of took that house and expanded it to the entire park to be all the scare zones for 31. Yeah. yeah because, for sure. like, what were our scare zones? Classic Halloween trick or treaters and skeletons and scarecrows and witches and exactly. the pumpkin lord. So, like, it really kind of tied in nice. It's the most, like, one of the most, like, cohesive storytelling things they've done as well to me. 
which is everything I wanted. And that's what I was trying to say earlier. And you articulated it so much better. But basically, <laughs> like, that house inspired an icon that just made a Halloween 31 year so perfect. Like, incredible. I love it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It. <laughs> my number two, I'll, I'll go over it soon. But, like, my number two was my number one until this house. Ooh. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so they're yeah. So, it, yeah, Wicked Growth really just it 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 went there. It just really <laughs> changed my mind about a lot. Like they did so well with that house. It's wonderful. So good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> well, so. my number 2 is Ooh. also I guess you could say kind of classic Halloween, certainly classic fall. Um it's also uh not a cute house it's the scariest house that i've ever done oh i know that spoils it yep it is the (laughs) scariest house a lot of people have ever done and that is scarecrow the reaping from 27 yeah another another one i can't dispute that it's great we'll have to talk about it because i missed that one as well oh no yeah it was amazing i have mixed feelings about it and that's fair and i know a lot of people do but i'll talk about why i loved it and it's kind of funny because my scaredy cat husband was like how could a a haunted house about scarecrows be scary and i'm like let me tell you it was it's set in a depression era farm and it it just i love any house where it's unsettling as you're walking up um because you're walking up and you're in these like corn stalks that are taller than you you just hear, I don't even remember there being music. Like, normally there's, like, music in the queue or, like, someone talking or something. It's just, like, the sound of, like, crickets and, like, birds. And that's it. So it's Like that feeling haunting. like you shouldn't be there. Yes, exactly. Oh, which was, like, the whole point. Um, which was horrifying. So, like, I was literally falling on the floor in this house. It was so scary to me. I'm also scared of birds, so there's, like, a whole room dedicated to birds, and that was terrifying. <laughs> they had, like, a scene where, like, it, they're supposed to be, like, pooping on you, and there's, like, water yes. effects. Ew! Horrifying. <laughs> um, yes. But to answer my husband's question about how scarecrows can be scary, it is that feeling that you're not supposed to be there. It reminds me of, like, um, like when you're watching Texas Chainsaw, where you're just, like, in the middle mm-hmm. of nowhere, and you should not be there, and there are things there that don't want you there and are scary and like it's just very haunting it was really dark and claustrophobic it's funny because it's actually very different than the scarecrow the reaping they did recently at hollywood so i can agree because i went (laughs) oh you did okay did you like it i loved it it was my second favorite of hollywood last year i thought it it took what i loved about that house but kind of opened it up a bit and made it a bit more like scene focused at the cost of a tiny bit less intensity but still overwhelmingly terrifying it was kind of like if our it was kind of like if our scarecrow was the more traditional style of sometimes opening up into big pretty sets instead of just staying that claustrophobic nightmare the whole time which is kind of why i'm like mixed on scarecrow because like i personally like the sets and storytelling a bit more than just being scared but for just being scared Nothing will ever top Scarecrow. Agreed. It was the best at that. And normally I really do like the storytelling, but this one just like really stuck with me and haunted me. And it really depends, honestly. Like I like both. So like 
I don't know. Normally the most, actually I've only done this house once because, and I wish that I did it more, but I was just too scared in 27. Like I was too scared to do it again. And I hadn't really done like a lot of Halloween Horror Nights houses yet. I mean, I guess I had, but not like continuously over and over on days like that. I think this was the first year that I really started going multiple nights. So I was just too terrified to do it again, but like watching the video from Hollywood, I think I would have loved it. But I, if I was comparing them, I feel like they're not comparable. They're completely different to me. They're and, different. Yeah. They're, it was just so scary, but I don't know the, the scarecrow guardians, the lore is that they're working with the land and the wind to chase you out of their once desolate area. There's like these horrifying growling sounds that they make. And the pigs and the smells. Yes, the smells. It was just really scary. I also had a friend that was um, a scare actor in this house. And he was like, you didn't even look at me. And I was like, I couldn't look at you. You were too scary. And I didn't know which one you were. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. It was definitely scared me the most. Texas Chainsaw comparison. I feel like that's such a good connection that I never thought of. But it's so true. Like. Like, not in terms of, like, feeling like our Texas Chainsaw houses we've gotten, but Mm -hmm. in terms of just, like, capturing the feeling of going to this desolate, run-down place where something is wrong and you don't know what's going on in pure panic. Like, it's not putting you in the shoes of the movie, it's putting you in how Sally felt at that dinner table. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And also another fun fact: uh, the code name for this house was Brains, because in the Wizard of Oz, the Scarecrow wants a brain, but it was much less cute than that. (laughs) All the code names are so cute. I know. know. (laughs) Wow. Yeah i I have heard nothing but wonderful things about this house for many years now, and I'm really sad I didn't get to do it. But. Maybe one day we'll get one as scary as this again. Dead exposure came close. Oh, gosh. Agreed. It was the strobe lights, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, Hill House was scary, but in a different way. Not like boo ah, but more like, I don't like this. Also yes. agree with that completely. <laughs> yes. Hill House, House was another yeah. that narrowly missed. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. The all dark hallway. Oh, gosh. Ooh. I hated that. Hey, at least there weren't bugs in that old dark hallway. Oh, jeez. Don't even talk about that house. <laughs> I am not a bug person. Me neither. <laughs> I loved that house. I almost put it on my I almost put it on my list, but <laughs> I love I love the camp. That's why. I but, love um, yeah. I love camp in a house, but yeah. I was too terrified of that one. Like <laughs> everyone was like, it's campy, it'll be fine. Then I'm like, yeah, it was campy, but not campy enough to overpower the bugs. <laughs> True. It was True. probably my second most scary house, even though it was a comedy house, just because I hate <laughs> <Yeah>. bugs. <laughs> That's fair. Well, understandable. I'm glad they went for it, though. Oh, Me too. Sure. It was really fun. For sure. But do we have one more number two to talk about? Yes. We do, because I talked about my number one already, so... My number two, speaking of camp, I hope you're ready for this one. Oh. Like I said, this was my number one until Wicked Growth beat it out. So this will give you a, maybe an idea of the time frame. Um, waiting for a sequel for this. My number oh. two is Slaughter Cinema. Ah, uh, my yeah. number one. That's your oh, number no. one? Yes, my that's amazing. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm the only one unspoiled. <laughs> no, yeah, that's I, incredible that it's the, your number one. It is. As soon as it's... you said camp and sequel, I was like, oh, that's it. It's my number one. And it is the <laughs> best. And I would yep. love to talk about it with you. Yes. 
I just, oh, I don't even know. I, wow. Okay. (laughs) I love movies. I love movies so much. If you don't know me, then you don't know that. It's in the podcast name. Exactly. Like I, I love movies. So for me, see, and I love B movies too. I love movies that are horrible because they're fun Mm -hmm. and campy and just, yes. Sometimes you just want to laugh. (laughs) Like, I, like, (laughs) I, I purposely watch The Room in theaters more than once. So that's 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 who I am as a person. <laughs> I love that. I, I can sympathize with you. My favorite Batman movie is Batman Robin. Yes, that's yes. <laughs> that's like the be- like another really great bad movie that I love. Um so yeah, Camp. Um you have Devil Dogs, which is probably my favorite. Devil Dogs. I also love Shitty's Kids a lot because it reminds me of like what well, all those movies kind of like um like anytime like animatronics are freaky it kind of reminded me of that but the kids were actually the shitty ones so it's just it's yes. funny like the kid attacking what was it like the little girl with like the she was wearing like a cowboy outfit or something yes. yeah. <laughs> it's just like uh i don't know and then, like i said devil dogs was so good because the bar scene was really cool it was like in this werewolf biker bar and just like the props the sets everything was just really cool and you're going into different movies each like room that you go into and that's what's really cool to me and you would always see like the poster before you're about to enter cult of the beast baby we already talked about that because they use the prop in wicked growth there's just i don't know this was just made for me i feel like because again i love camp and just i know there's more than i mentioned but kelly i'll let you take over a bit too because i know it's your number one and we'll continue talking yes i have i have so many good things to say about this house but actually this was one of the reasons this house was one of the reasons i loved case file so much is because it did a similar style where it did the introduction and then uh you know you have a movie poster in this case or like a novel um cover in the other case it it was like a moody melodramatic slaughter cinema (laughs) yes exactly so like the the introduction was just so fun do you guys know who did the voice acting for slaughter cinema for like the trailer voice yeah like the cult of the beast baby oh you're gonna love this the 2002 caretaker actor oh nice oh that's so cool that's so so awesome i learned that and i was so stoked and i was like wow what a fun little thing but yeah no i loved the i loved the pumpkin guts scene because it was just like gross and creepy and then cult of the beast baby was fun because everyone would walk in and be like what is going on (laughs) And then, um, honestly, like Amazon cannibals from Planet Hell, like that's my favorite of them. Um, yes. Queer icons, <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> with those wigs and the the like sparkles. Loved them. Oh, of course, that was your favorite too, Wit, because it's sci-fi. <laughs> yep. Again, me too. Any excuse oh. to go, any excuse to go to a spaceship in a house, even if that it's makes, a cheesy nineteen fifties one. <laughs> yes. No, that was also my favorite room. Um. By the way, the the Devil Dogs was great, and um, I, I there's rumors maybe that there could be a house themed after that, and I would like lose it and die probably out of yeah, excitement. same. <laughs> um, but like I loved the Swamp Yeti room, and I loved the Yeti house that they did after that. I just think this house is so inspiring. It is the blueprint. I want them to do a Slaughter Cinema sequel because. It would be amazing. And they talked about how they had so many B-movie ideas that they like couldn't yes. fit them all into the house. So I'm like, so give them to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want I, them. 
I like that more than even just a like continue like continuation of one of the movies. I'd rather just have a whole new slaughter cinema set of like seven new terrible movies. Yeah, that's what I, I want. Oh, and like, Sorority Sacrifice. Such a great opener to set the tone. Right? <laughs> talking about iconic uh, lesbians. I mean, what? No. Yes. Well, yeah, literally. <laughs> I mean, come on. They're, they're killing Midnight the Snack 2. The, the, what's what's the baby's the little creature's name for Midnight Snack? I forgot his name. I don't remember its name, but I know the subtitle is Midnight Snack 2. The House Swarming. Oh, yes. <laughs> and oh. also just the facade. Oh my god, I could spend a half hour just with like a folding chair watching the screen the, without right? even going into the house because there were so many other movies just there like like the like the evil doll, the yes. the house that No, there were so <laughs> many funny like, ones. Like just like such funny names and and like introductions and I love that they made like trailers. trailers for all of them. <laughs> so cute. Also, this was so hard not to spoil that it was my number one when we were talking about other houses because there's so many references to this house in other houses. There is a, uh, there are movie posters for like Midnight Snack and I think Yeti and Amazon Cannibals in the Usher scene in Icons, which was part of why I loved that so much. Um, And then references in Wicked Growth, which we touched on, but like there were just so many references to this house and I want them to... Do another one because it was so good. We deserve so a sequel. <laughs> we need <laughs> more movies to laugh at. Yeah, more camp. His name was Falafel. I just yes, Falafel. That's right. <laughs> yeah, and He's I love the big creature too. at the end, a big fluffy, fuzzy guy. Yeah, yeah. No, what we deserve is uh, a Peacock miniseries actually filming. <gasps> <laughs> oh my god, please! I will <laughs> listen, Peacock. If you're listening, I will pay for your subscription forever if you make that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i don't think anything will like 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 i said it was really hard to say that wicked growth topped this for me because this was my favorite for so many years and it's still like i feel like those two are almost interchangeable because i love them both so much yeah yeah so. 28 was my favorite year so far just because i feel like the houses and the scare gro- scare zones in particular honestly um were so solid that year and i just spent so much time in the houses and scare zones so 28 is still my favorite year and i think it's going to be really really hard for something to top slaughter cinema for me um it would probably have to be something camp also speaking of b movies um killer clowns was in my top 10 and it's yes (laughs) Um, i i like killer clowns better as a zone actually than a house same it was a great zone i just like the i well i'm weird i like zones more than houses in general because I no, like I being that. able to like live in a space and interact with the characters, and mm-hmm. Killer Clowns was so good to like mess around with the one walking his balloon dog or the ice cream dudes. It was so fun. Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, well, and I totally agree with that because twenty eight. Um, I feel like the scare gr- scare zones that year were like so solid, which is part of the reason why I loved it so much. Like I spent a lot of time in Twisted Traditions because I had a friend yes. that was in there um but like i also just like fell in love with like a bunch of the other actors like there was a guy named chad that was like a jock and we would like walk through every night that we went and go chad 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 and no one's like rooting for him because he's like a bad guy but we became like buddies with him and it was really cute and wholesome like we all wore like matching shoes one night because he wore like the chucks with like the the high top chucks 
I will have to find that picture, but <laughs> it's just so good. This is, this is your formal request to have us back for a scare zone version of this. <gasps> yes, yes, please. I would love to. <laughs> I won't get too into it then, but there were great scare zones that year. And it was the same thing where like you're just like living in this world. So I totally agree with you on that. Although I loved the house for Killer Clowns too, but Killer Clowns is one of my favorite B movies. And mm-hmm. so I am also a B movie fan and Slaughter Cinema just was everything that I love about horror and and B movies and Halloween and just horror nights and and I could talk about it forever. I love the house. <laughs> yeah. So because we've overlapped a little, I think we only have one house left. I yeah. think that'd be Wits number one. My number one. All right. I'm taking it way back. Well, way back by my standards. So my second year, but my first full year after knowing anything about horror nights and lore and everything. So, it was from HHN 25. It was a pr- it was the only house that's been to me the prettiest house of the year and the scariest house of the year. It is Body Collectors Recollections. Ah. Did either of you get to do that one? Ooh, I no. did get to do that one. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I keep doing houses you haven't done. That's so tragic. <laughs> There's well, okay, you have to understand like back in the day I, I've always lived in Florida, but I've lived like a couple hours away from yeah. this area. So whenever I would go, I could only like, go one night a year and then like based on who I'm with, how long we can stay kind of thing. So yeah. I did miss a lot of good stuff. But yeah, this is another one that I have literally heard nothing but great things about. So I'm happy to hear what you have to say about it. Yeah, so it still has to be my favorite facade i've ever seen in a house not because it's technically the biggest or most impressive but it worked so perfectly combined with music and lighting and again my favorite thing weather effects (laughs) and cold because this house took place during a blizzard and if you don't know like it's called a body collector's house but it's the body collector's psychotherapy mashup so Ah. the body collectors are invading and collecting their body parts from the fine staff and patients of Shady Brook Asylum. So it's like, it's it has one house's name, but it's really both houses. And it took place during a blizzard, during a thunder snow. I don't know if that's the term for it, but that's what I call it. <laughs> so you had the snow raining down, just like in like Krampus or any other snow house, coming down as you had thunder sound effects and lightning flashing, and that was your only illumination of the facade was the big lightning flashes. And then, on top of that, the music playing, I shit you not, was a children's choir. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That then turned into, like, a Hans Zimmer (laughs) sound effect after a bit (laughs) of their singing. Never been topped on, like, the sheer fear and ominous and beauty of an entrance. And then you went into the house, and you immediately hear that the record player playing the that psychoscarapy theme theme from a summer place, but it's always going to be psychoscarapy to me. And on an old phonograph, because this took place in like the late eighteen hundreds, real early. Wow. And and there was and you first see a victim like clutching her throat as she got slashed by him, and you went to a hallway full of glass where some of it was like broken on the windows, and you see corpses and the snow outside in the courtyard, which, you know, of course they weren't all the way dead yet. Of course. <laughs> and then you got into some padded r- cell rooms with more of the, more of the, uh, 
the inmates of Shady Brook Asylum. And they were, and it was interesting because they're obviously like violent and hostile to you, but they are also the victims and they are very much scared of the body collectors. Okay. Who, I need both of those back. It's been like eight years. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like they were, they were coming in. It had the body collectors back rip scene. If you've ever seen that or the spine rip where there's yeah. an actor in like half of a table with like their heads and arms sticking out and like a fake lower half. So that the body collector can rip out their spine. That's sick. And this version of it was extra horrifying. Because that was on your right with the two live actors. But on your left was like a dozen mannequins of body collectors all watching in an operating theater like it was a live class. It was <laughs> it was <Wow>. disturbing. <laughs> and then there was another like dungeony area with like more like iron door cells. And that was where they introduced the Easter egg that permanently, completely screwed up all the lore. <laughs> because there was a little cradle with two babies in it. And one of the babies had bright orange hair, and one of the babies had bright green hair. Oh. So, apparently, at least according to body collectors, Jack and Eddie were born very close to each other, and were born in Shady Brook Asylum, and were born in the late 1800s. Interesting. <laughs> Which checks really out for Jack because he's like immortal and cursed, but yeah. how Eddie's around that long and became obsessed with slashers and chainsaws, who knows? He's looking great for his age. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was a um a circle room which had like the opera music brought back and it had wind machines going inside the room and a lot of flashing lights and corpses all around in like different horrifying ways, some of which were alive. I think there was a body without a head that was like one of those like extended corpse things. So it was a guy that looked like there was no head that he jumped out at you. And right in the middle, there was like the lead body collector on an elevated platform. And it was just at this point, like the panic really sat in because this was a terrifying house too, not just a pretty one. <laughs> All throughout this, there's just constant body collectors collecting parts and crazy people coming after you. And the last hallway was like a chain link fence room which I'm not sure how that fits for the 1800s, but moving on, it was scary. I love it too much to question it. <laughs> and the last room had just like, had body collectors and inmates coming at you all over the place. One of which was really short, which like was unexpected and scared the crap out of me, but oh. it was just, sorry, it was so good. I love that house <laughs> so much. And like, I keep thinking something else is topping it, but then I remember that opening scene and I'm like, no, no, it's still body collectors. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a gore house it's a scare factory it's a pretty set house and it's a snow house and it's a storm house it's like all the things i love about houses except narration i guess and mm -hmm. outer space are in that house <laughs> just all together in one beautiful sandwich for me That's awesome uh, that house is one that so around the like HHN 28 or 29, I discovered a fun thing called earplugs. And it made houses <laughs> a lot more enjoyable and less scary for me. Less scary yes. in like the sound sense where I like was just completely like overwhelmed with yeah, like just loud. Like stimuli. Yeah, it was too much. So like by taking sound like down a notch and like using like acoustic headphones now, but like um or earplugs now, but like before it was like foam ones or whatever. That has I helped a lot. AirPods. 
Yeah, it, yeah, there you go. And uh, yeah, that uh, would, I think, have helped me a lot in this house. So mostly what I remember is the floor because it was absolutely horrifying. <laughs> so I wish I remembered more. Now that spine removal scene was haunting and incredible and just amazing. Um, but this was definitely a beautiful house with a beautiful facade. I loved the the opening and everything. But I was just too scared back then because it was my second <laughs> Horror Nights ever and I hadn't gone in a few years. I had gone to Hallow Scream a lot, but it's just, it's very different. It, there's a lot of, it's louder. It's a different and vibes. It's a different vibe, yeah. So I, I was horrified in this house and I don't remember like a ton of details. But I think that if I would have done this like recently, it would have definitely been higher up. Maybe not in my top five because just... <laughs> Like super gory houses are usually not my favorite, although I think they this was that for place. sure. <laughs> yes, so like it's usually not totally my jam, although I'm not a hater. Like I think it definitely has its place at Horror Nights, and I think they can be really fun and and creepy. But but yeah, that was a great house and and definitely deserving of being in a top five, and certainly deserving of being in a top one spot as well. Oh yeah, I've, I've heard like I said a lot of people really just love this house and they want the body collectors to be back i would love yeah. to see it come back because i didn't get to experience it so and i love gore so because <laughs> they're never going to do terrifier i wish they would oh. oh my god stop stop teasing me i know okay, i wish listen, i say i'm not a big gore person for houses but i actually <laughs> love the terrifier movies yay they're camp i, I love art. <laughs> they are camp I still yeah. think the way you get around that is do that thing that like how a scream did a couple years ago in Tampa where you like specifically market it as like recommended for 18 plus warning the goriest house we've ever made. <laughs> yeah, which was horrifying to me when I went into that house and they like split you up like cattle. I was like, that, this is terrifying. <laughs> it's not a house scream podcast, but that one's a goat. That one's so good. <laughs> it was really good. I've um, never been to Hollow scream <gasps> ever. Oh, it's fun. Which it's is wild because I've lived here all my life and it's just I need to go again. I accidentally skipped last year. Like I wasn't planning on it and I had the ticket, but I just didn't go. I'm planning to I go to the SeaWorld one, I think, this year. Hopefully. SeaWorld has SeaWorld's weird. You can tell it's their first te- attempt, but it's still like SeaWorld has like some of the best haunts I've ever been to and some of the worst in like yes. the same event. Agreed. But also the best show I've ever seen at a haunt, so it's okay nice yeah i'm in clearwater so i've been going to hollow scream pretty so much that, like, every is year. your home haunt yes yeah. i've been going pretty much every year since i was like 12 years old so that's okay. like what like 15 years now i don't know how old i am um i actually i just can't do math but <laughs> i'm 26 and i've been going since i'm 12 i don't know 14 whatever but um anyway hollow scream is really really fun and it's very different and I like that they separate you in the house. Now we're getting in totally a different tangent. But anyway, you should go. It's great. Yes. Um, but it's a different it. vibe. And I was definitely horrified in Body Collectors. And I would love for them to do another one because I think I would really enjoy that now. Yeah, I would love it. But yeah, so that is our top five. It was very hard for all of us, I think, to put that together. Many Wh- tears. Which straight <laughs> yes. up did like the entire freaking thing you did like what 70 or something like that um okay it's it's the funny sex number i have been through 69 Um. (laughs) ancient orlando houses (laughs) nice i didn't intend that it's just how it worked out i'm like this is iconic i'm gonna keep saying this until opening (laughs) night (laughs) 
That's great. incredible. Um, you are also on another level because I have not done that. I figured out like my top, I think it was actually 11 because I couldn't decide which of those 11 were going to be the top five for a while. <laughs> but uh, I need to rank them all, I think. That would be a project for yeah. sure. <laughs> for sure. And we it took me like three hours. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's crazy. But thank you both for being here. Um, I am going to give you guys each a moment to, if you want to plug anything or talk about what you're working on or just, you know, say where we can find you. Uh, Wit, if you want to go ahead and talk about anything coming up with you or where we can anything find you. coming up with me, um, you can find me uh, at Universal. Um, <laughs> no, at, <laughs> you can find me at uh, Overlooking Epic Universe Construction. No, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> at JediWit82, and I've tried to keep that consistent, so that's like anywhere I am to be found, that's the name I'm on. Mainly just Instagram, TikTok, although not much on those two, and unfortunately Twitter, just because, I don't know, it, it works well for me. <laughs> and yeah. that's, that's like where I am. Follow me to like be my friend and like for theme park content and pro wrestling content uh, have fun tuning that out like once a week if you don't like it because i don't shut up about it and, <laughs> you're not yeah. the only one so <laughs> don't worry <laughs> awesome uh, and kelly so you i mentioned your podcast in the beginning um what are you guys up to any anything coming up yeah and that's actually a great place to find me so coming up i'm sure there's gonna be more horror nights content because we are getting into that season i know as soon as anything is announced we're gonna be talking about it um but basically we do we've been trying to uh we're, we're kind of newer we only have uh what is it 33 episodes i think now so and i've been on the podcast uh for like I think 10 or 15 episodes. So we're kind of still finding our groove, but what we've been trying to do lately is kind of some more evergreen content and then do like more pressing stuff or newer stuff towards the end of the episode. So we try to do stuff that you can listen to anytime. Um, but we just did a halfway to Halloween episode, which was really fun where we talked about um, like Halloween horror nights and all kinds of other fun haunts that have, that we love. Um, the best way to find me is through there. So theme park workshop on Instagram and TikTok, And then also on Twitter, the name is workshop TP because for some reason the other one was already taken. Um, or you can also find me on Twitter at killer underscore Kells with an S as well. Awesome. Thank you both for being here again. Like I said, um, it's been fun discussing HHN with you and definitely would love to have you back. Both of you. At some point, maybe we'll do scare zones. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so hopefully everyone who's listening um, can donate what you can to the Trevor Project uh, for HHN at Home. Follow the HHN at Home hashtag. Make sure you're following HN Nightmares on Twitter as well. They're the ones leading this whole thing. Um, and also, I will be doing a giveaway um, it might not be attached to this episode, but it would be soon after. So keep your eyes peeled on Twitter uh, at see you at podcast because that's where I'll be posting all this. But uh, thank you both again. And we will see you at the theme parks. Bye. This is a tasty burger. Something tells me a whole lot of people are about to die. You know, there's a million fine-looking women in the world, dude. They don't all bring lasagna at work. <laughs> <laughs>